Hey, welcome to another episode of Jay and Ross Talk Shit. I'm Ross. I'm Jay. And uh, this week we again have just kind of three unrelated topics. Like, we tried with this one to think of a way that they made sense together, and they don't really. <laughs> but, but hey, you know. I'm going to come up with something, Ross. All right. You, gonna, you, you be working on segues I'm when gonna, we're talking about I'm this. Gonna, I'm going to. Have gonna, like two thought processes at once. I'm going to figure it out. All right. <laughs> so the first thing, uh, the latest thing we had to talk about is a new promo that's been going around the internet for the new Terminator movie, in which James Cameron, who purportedly has nothing to do with this movie, uh, is singing its praises, saying it's you know right. it's very very true to the originals, and he Sing. considers it the third in the series, <laughs> which which. <laughs> There's been five. Um, <laughs> there have been five. Okay. But I, what he's getting at is, you know, like, well, three and three and four didn't really appeal to people. They weren't true to the originals enough, or they weren't strong enough in their own ideas. So this is the true third right. one, and you should just discount those those <laughs> other ones. Oh, that's fair. Because the third one kind of uh, kind of <laughs> steamrolled the second one. A little bit. And, uh, a little bit. Uh, like, you know, we've talked about this before. We kind of love the first Terminator movies. First, first two. two. We're big fans. Yeah. So, so yeah, Terminator 3 kind of, like, I'll give them that the ending is pretty ballsy, and that's it's kind of cool they went with that. Yeah. But otherwise, it just feels kind of unnecessary. Right. Like, uh, I don't know, Terminator 2 is just... One and two are just such classics that, like, it felt like Terminator 2 again, kind of, where they have Arnold as the good guy coming in and uh, is trying to protect John Connor, except in this case, the world really does And Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't right. seen Terminator 3. It's, it's kind of a piece of shit anyway. I, so I feel like if you've, had over, service. if you've had over a decade, you know, right. it's not really a spoiler anymore. Right. But, uh, yeah, so it's... It's not that great. Yeah. I, I thought Salvation was even worse. but yeah. Or Sal- Salvation just didn't have a purpose. Salvation was only good because Christian Bale lost his shit on some cinematographer. <laughs> that, was, that was more noteworthy than everything else in the movie. <laughs> was his... <laughs> it's fucking distracting! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goddamn like professional. Dude, you're not doing fucking Shakespeare, all right? Calm yeah. the fuck down. You're John Connor. In this. Yeah. He's like, like the weakest John Connor, too. There's like nothing. Right. It's not his fault, but... I mean, it, Arnold just... Schwarzenegger's in these movies. Uh, uh, I don't think the acting chops are really <laughs> that high. Linda Hamilton was pretty good in the first two, though. Okay. I, but... I'll give her that. Okay, but, so uh, she's the bar? and like. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, Arnold... Uh, she was in Beauty and the Beast, can't... the TV show, for Christ's <laughs> yeah. sake. Okay. You can't... <laughs> I feel like Arnold in Terminator is kind of the perfect mesh of material and actor though because like he just has to play like an emotionless robot and he nails it <laughs> less is more Arnold less is more. <laughs> exactly Arnold is very good at that role <laughs> so uh so Terminator Genesis we've only seen the trailers for it's not yeah. out what what do you take from something with like James Cameron or like do you think this is just a cheap publicity stunt absolutely yeah yeah Oh, this is good. How much did they pay you for that little two-minute segment, James Cameron? So, so my only counter to that is James Cameron is not a man who needs money. Fair enough. <laughs> I doubt that he would do this just because they threw money at him. And like with Salvation, he didn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was 
he didn't like outright trash that movie, yeah. but he didn't really say anything about it. And like recently, he said that you know he didn't think three and four lived up to that. Mm. Now with now three, that, that would yeah. I would say that would be a reasonable res- or a reasonable reason, yeah, <laughs> to but, believe him. But I mean, because I mean, Quentin Tarantino, you know, does it all the time. Like he put his stamp on Wolf Creek, and if you've ever seen that, yeah, movie, I know you hated that, but oh my I, god, I believe that. Quentin Tarantino genuinely loved that movie. I don't know. I think so. There's, I don't, there's Tarantino no, does a lot of things there's where... There's no way anybody could love that movie. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's a fucking... Somebody's vacation, and then, <laughs> then they I haven't, killed. I haven't seen it, but I believe that Tarantino... Just think of a piece of shit, right? <laughs> Just think of a turd getting filmed for an hour and a half. And I'm curious on here on I want to see audience versus critics on uh, Wolf, Creek. Wolf Creek. 2005. 53% and 49. Yeah. So it really was a split down the middle movie. A lot there are people who liked it. And I, I believe Tarantino did. Like I uh, Tarantino's the kind of guy who like when he loves something, he's happy to throw money at it to make it make People more are money. morons, Ross. Okay. <laughs> but but like maybe he, Tarantino's lost his mind. Like he he's does, just done, he's just done too much cocaine. But I mean, he, Tarantino spent a bunch of money on buying like the new Beverly, and like he's put a bunch of work into double features on that. Like that's not that's not a profitable venture. It's mm. him actually loving that and wanting to Fair share enough. movies. So so like in in James Cameron, like I don't think there's a monetary reason necessarily he'd want to do that. On the other hand, I think. I think it's cool for him occasionally to revisit his past work and like be able to think that people will keep working with it and it'll mm. keep existing and not be forgotten. So like there might be some motive to, you know, making this successful. Mm. But I think I think he's probably mostly telling the truth. The only other side to this is uh, when Terminator Three came out, he did call that great. And he's since kind of gone back on that. <laughs> but that's one of those things where, like, you can have a, an opinion on something immediately, like, just, like, really like something and over time. Like, it just mm-hmm. doesn't have staying power. And that could very well be the case with this new Terminator where, like, he's just excited, excited that they took it in, like, a new or bold direction. Right. And, like, it may not be that great, but, you know, he was just surprised that it wasn't cheap <laughs> or that, that it had more to it than he expected. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. Like I, I'm, I'm halfway. I'm a I think little. The movie looks like crap. Yeah, I'm not totally sold on it. Yeah. Like I, again, uh, like, I have no desire to I, see it. Again, like the producer behind it is someone who's produced okay. good work in the past. Yeah. And but I, obviously that's not person with like the creative part of it, but she's like an heiress who just has a bunch of money to throw at projects that she thinks sound good. So like I, I, I think there's a chance that maybe it was a good script. Even if it like yeah, I think that's more of it's it's a sure thing. Because I mean, let's face it, that movie's gonna make a hundred million dollars, no problem. Maybe that uh, mo- Terminator is Terminator. the new one. Is the new one rated R or not? I don't know. That's I. That's something I actually don't know. Uh, rating. It's too early to start. Oh, okay. Well, they're, they're Here we go. Cinema blend. Terminator Genesis rating is not going to make you happy. <laughs> Yeah, so it's probably gonna be PG thirteen. Well, yeah. okay, it's too early to determine. It, there were no f bombs. <laughs> yeah, I love how that's that's what is that's what's R is. 
That's like a F- big part of it. Yeah. F bombs and nipples. Like you can get away <laughs> like, with like TV is even crazier. The fact that like Hannibal's on the air with like the levels of violence in that show <laughs> on network TV. But yeah, it's like All you right. just can't say the F word. Right. And, that's how our Sons of Anarchy as well, you know? Yeah, yeah. That shit was violent as hell. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's, like, there's like one season where they, they own a porn studio, <laughs> so they get this close to nipples. Like, not quite nipples. They always had, like, booby tassels, like uh-huh. like Janet Jackson's whole right, right. thing. Because then it's okay. Yeah. As long as there's booby tassels. <laughs> then it, you know, preserves the mystery of what a nipple looks like. <laughs> Um, uh, that's always funny to me, like the nudity descriptor on HBO versus FX, because mm-hmm. they have to say if there's nudity either way. Yeah. But like, I think we've probably talked about that, how on HBO that means boobs mm-hmm. and on FX it means man ass. Right. <laughs> like it's so consistently though. <laughs> Which things. is why I want to know why man ass is okay, but women ass is not. I think they can get away with women ass. I've never FX. seen it. I think they have. I, I can't, I, I don't have specific examples I, right now. I look for woman ass <laughs> oh, on purpose. It's been in The Shield. Oh, it's been in The Shield. And the Shield's an older show. They probably had stricter restrictions right? at the time. So you never know. But, but Sons of but Anarchy. It, like, it leans heavily for man ass. Yeah. It's like, God damn it. And it's like, you know, son of, like they had, a, they had a porn studio, not one woman butt cheek. Okay, yeah, it's, it's sexist. It's always, it's funny when it is really funny. Maybe because yeah, there's a, a situation though. where like there has to be nudity in that location just because that's what it is, and then they right? can't do it. It yeah. happens on cable all the time with strip clubs, but but like that's one that I I don't because like a male butt and a woman butt. They're are, fairly similar. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> like they're not like so different. It's not yeah. like the penis and the vagina like is completely you know. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't even look remotely alike. Right, but but to be fair about those, those are both outlawed in a similar manner in things. Like it's it's almost as controversial or as not controversial maybe, but. Uh, uncomfortable for people to show a vagina <laughs> as is a penis on screen. Although, with, when there's a dick in a movie, you hear that there's a dick in that movie. <laughs> Which is kind of funny to me, you know? Right? Yeah. Oh, like, I mean... But yeah, but then a vagina is almost iconic. Like, yeah, like it, Basic Instinct is, like, the yeah, best thing well, yeah. about that movie <laughs> is Sharon Stone's kind of out-of-focus vagina. But, like, like, that's not always... Like, like, Ex Machina had, like, a bunch of full frontal female nudity, mm-hmm. but, like, the, the, that's not what you hear primarily about that movie. Yeah. Like, people don't talk that much about that element of it. Well, Sharon Stone... But, but yeah, with that, yes, because that, that was, was such the, a... That was, like, the first time you well, saw I think, vagina. Well, I think that is such an unexpected thing in that scene, just because it's like, what? Right, it's just an interrogation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you're not expecting you're arrest that me for smoking. And it's like a split-second thing. But <laughs> I know, it's like out of focus. You yeah, can't yeah. see it. That's, but that's the point there. It's like, what? Did that just happen? And, uh, but, I don't know. So, that, uh, sort of off-topic with all the nudity yeah. stuff. But I guess that's an interesting topic, too, double standards with all that. Right. But, but yeah. <laughs> so Terminator, I'm not, I'm not 100 sold on. So but that's how, it, that's how it connects because everybody who time travels ends up naked. That's true. Terminator, so there is, there's Arnold man ass. Yeah, Arnold man ass. Yeah, um. and that's about. Well, I, I guess there's a little bit of topless Linda Hamilton in the first one. Mm-hmm, the first, very one. little. Yeah, and, with their, yeah, with their 80s mom hair. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> Which they didn't carry over into this movie. What's yeah. with that? They had all the 80s footage of. 
the young Arnold yeah, they fighting had, old Arnold. They had Bill Paxton scene with no Bill yeah. Paxton, which is offensive in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. They should have fucking had Bill Paxton in there. I don't give a fuck if he is 95 years old. If they could old. CGI Arnold, young Arnold into Terminator Salvation, they can CGI Bill Paxton into the new Terminator. Yeah. Damn it. They get this <laughs> fucking punk kid. I hate him. I hate How his goddamn face. How dare they? I know. Are you shitting me? <laughs> but, but yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if we should talk the spoiler thing in Terminator that they keep talking about or not, or the John Connor thing, but... Oh, just because like they're throwing that into the trailers too, and that really bugs me. Yeah, well, it kind of like it kind of makes me question. Is like that kind of just like bulldozes the entire series in a way. But I mean, you know, it's it's rebooting it so that they're going back to change what they changed the first time, right? <laughs> like changing, I think that's changing. it. Man, they're just fucking up the whole time. Yeah, like, like Christopher Lloyd is pissed right now. Like fucking yeah. like. And I love, I love how even from Terminator 2, or like uh, between Terminator 1 and Terminator 2, they already fucked up their time travel mechanics, even between those <laughs> movies. Because Terminator 1 is like, they send Kyle back, you know, presumably to protect John Connor, yeah. but really his mission was to go back so that John Connor would be born. Right. So it's suggesting that there's only one timeline. Like, he went back, but he always went back, because right. John Connor was already there in the future. And, like, the storm is coming, the movie suggests that no matter what they did, the future is going to happen and the war is going to happen. Right. And then Terminator 2 is like, no, nah, you can go back and change it. So, <laughs> like, the- they send back Arnold to protect John Connor again, but then they decide, you know what, let's just change the future and let's destroy that. Right. Which, like, by the first movie's logic shouldn't be really possible. But it's all right because Terminator 2 kicks ass. <laughs> right. <laughs> so nobody cares. Because Robert Patrick's the shit. Yeah. Like... Yeah, yeah, he he's pretty good. The new T one thousand, not as cool. Well, in all fairness, he's got to compete against Robert Patrick. Yeah, I felt bad for the guy in the last Die Hard movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that guy had to face Timothy Olyphant, Jeremy Irons, William Sadler, and Alan Rickman. Guy didn't have a chance. <laughs> Take your shitty Russian accent and shove it up your ass. Well, it's like, uh, <laughs> like, yeah, it, didn't have a shot. T-1000, it's funny because he doesn't play him as, like, a especially intimidating guy outside of when he's being, like, really robotic. He's just kind of a guy. But, like, that's what's cool about him. He can, like, turn really cold and, like, he has no no expression about uh, what he's doing at all. (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, Same with, yeah, any of the other Terminator movies. Like, poor uh, Loken or whatever in the third one. Like, no way she's going to be as intimidating (laughs) as T-1000. No matter how much she can make her boobs grow and shrink on command, <laughs> which is something she can apparently do in that movie. Nice, uh, but which uh, you know, which was great, which I thought was you know, <laughs> fantastic character choice. Um, <laughs> really intimidating. Yeah, but uh, yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't know if I have much else to say on Terminator. I'm I'm like, I I want to say I'm cautiously optimistic, but I'm not totally sold. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting to hear from somebody who actually saw the movie whether it's any good. I don't know. Aside from James Cameron, someone who has no other no bias otherwise. I want to like if people are like, yeah, it's actually really cool and clever. I'll I'll definitely see it. But you're just you're totally turned off on I'm over it. it. Uh, so what uh, what are you totally against? Just like the idea of old Arnold or like that, that they're milking you got, it. You got I mean you got old scenes. Yeah. So it's just like that's just mm-hmm. 
I think that's kind of neat to be really? like, it, like if you're actually going to play it, like he came back and like changed the timeline, like using the actual footage from the original movie is kind of a cool idea. Some tells me it's gonna, it's not going to be a seamless transition between the <laughs> old footage and him fighting. Like it's still going to look off, but, right. but it's, you know, I think that's an all right thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, I just Terminator Salvation was such a piece of shit. Yeah. Um, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm good. So, moving on to a more serious thing that's also, like, kind of, like, there are things that are horrible and stupid about it <laughs> that are, like, sort of funny, but it's mostly just, like, playing into, you know... In all terrible. fairness, the cop was trying to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, the, I think, So, today. so we're, this is about that. It's a Texas pool party video like some white kid shot of like his black friends at this pool and i guess like a cop was called in because of a fight between a mother and a kid or something and all this cop douchebag starts running around and like detaining all the black people just (laughs) everybody and like he's doing it like trying to be a badass like yelling and swearing he he does like a tactical role at one point as jason (laughs) pointed out which is ridiculous and yeah like it, he pushes this girl down who's like 14 years old and unarmed yeah. in a fucking bathing suit. Like, no threat at all. So, it, it's in Texas. It's a little, It's not Ferguson <laughs> again, and it's not Baltimore, but, like, it seems just as racist and awful. Yeah, like, I mean... Yeah. <laughs> not much to say beyond that. Other Pretty than, much. I mean... The guy's a fucking idiot. Yeah, man. it reminded me a lot of Observe and Report, actually. <laughs> With Seth Rogen? Yeah, where you've got this person who wants, like, goes into this, and, like, cops draw these kinds of people uh, just because it's a position where you're given power and authority just automatically. By right. being a cop, you have authority over everyone else. So people who feel, like, pushed down or, like, you know, who have ambitions of power but don't really want to work for it. (laughs) Not everyone. Like, I'm not saying all cops are bad guys, but, like, it does I kind of draw that personality. Mm -hmm. So when people happen to be racist or sexist or, like, hate kids or, like, despise teenagers or all that, like, all that comes out and and let with their power fantasies and creates these awful, awful human beings. (laughs) And, I mean... You know, like, obviously, at this point, if you just look at statistics, if you look at videos, like, there's a problem with police officers and racist police officers, uh, you know, disproportionately targeting black mm-hmm. black youths. Mm-hmm. But uh, then there's also just, like, people with stupid, just, like, stupid power-hungry cops doing stupid shit to people. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I think it's something that comes with the territory, and the biggest problem in a lot of these areas is that they're just not punishing it. Yeah, that and, like, just the media is fucking crazy about it, too. Yeah. Like, if you see even this, like, even this thing, like, it was a situation that shouldn't have been anything that escalated into something. Yeah. For whatever fucking reason. Yeah. Like, I don't know, the cop was a dick. But but at the same time, like, like, if it hadn't, would anyone even know? Would any like this kind of thing probably happens fairly regularly? Sure, but nobody gets it on camera. So like this right. one, this one white kid who happened to be there got it on camera, and then the news got it, and now this guy is no. Then like, 
that should happen more regularly. Like, right. like they but, need to be held accountable for this shit. I know. What's weird about this one, though, is, like, because, like, this one got caught on camera, and, like, it's actually creating an uproar where, like, Eric Garner got caught on camera, and, like, they were just, like... Oh, I'd say there was an uproar There was that. A, I mean, yeah. There but, were riots about that. Well, but, but, like... But I'm talking, like, more disciplinary action to the cop. Like, the cop's already been suspended. Like, no... Like, yeah. Did they ever... Did I, they ever do anything to the I think Eric they suspended him with pay briefly, yeah. but only until they could, like, you know, make an official ruling on yeah. it. And then they ruled, they're like, no, he was fine, which yeah. was totally Stupid. fucked. Like, that, that to me is the biggest... Pr- like, obviously, it's, you know, you don't want cops going around uh, violently attacking black people, but, like... The biggest problem is that it's happening on a... Or the racism is at such a systemic level where, like, they can do that and then there's no punishment. Like, at least in Baltimore, the recent situation with Andrew... Right, when he was thrown into the back indiscriminately and left to die, at least they realized that those people were... Like, they were not doing their job correctly. They were being, you know, too forceful and they... I think they all got fired for it or at least suspended without like it, uh, but no, they there was actually a disciplinary ruling where yeah. it was against them. Whereas mm-hmm. in Ferguson, everything was like no, they they were the cops were totally right. It was mm-hmm. fine, yeah. And that that like that's horrible. And in this case, that guy should be fired. Like if not, if not to just like blatantly call him a racist, then to at least say like. You were acting like a jackass. You talking about you, the guy? You talking the guy about in, te- Ferguson in Texas, Texas. The guy okay. in Texas. He, like, even if you're not, you know, if there's not enough there, just say, like, he's using his power against, or use it, that his racist or racial biases are, like, informing his power. Even if you're not confirming that, like, the way that the guy behaved there is just ridiculous. Yeah. And, and yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen to him. Yeah. I saw a video where they were interviewing people in the neighborhood, and uh, some, like, it was a white woman who didn't want to appear on camera. Uh, but she's like, oh, I think they absolutely did the right thing. And, you know, it, it, they were going to attack that officer. And, you know, it's good he took his gun out at a pool party with a bunch of teenagers. Uh, and her saying, like, well, but some of my friends said the same thing, and they've gotten death threats based on it. So I don't want to go on camera. It's like, well, you know, on the one hand, you know, death threats aren't good. But on the other, give me a fucking break, lady. Like, how racist do you have to be to look at that footage and go like, yeah, I think those kids had it coming. (laughs) What the hell? And, I don't know. Uh, Fucking old people. (laughs) Yeah. Old people. She wasn't even old. She wasn't even old? She was like, probably early 30s. So, someone who, like, she was just a Texas white. Oh no! Like, oh. you have to keep in mind this. This wasn't. This wasn't happening like in Ferguson or in Baltimore. It was happening in a Texas suburb. Like, <laughs> you look at this place, and it's obviously an upper middle class environment. Right. Like, these aren't fucking thugs. <laughs> like, no matter how you classify them, not that that's ever relevant either. Right. But like, it, it, these were just like upper middle class black kids who that they were fucking attacking because cops are stupid <laughs> and like it's, yeah. pro- it's probably something where like that guy does so little and tackles so many so little serious things <laughs> that every 30. little thing like this he has to go over the top on yeah like 
us growing up in Johnson County, like, that's how a Johnson County cop, like, what, not yeah. to that degree, but that's kind of how they act, especially towards teenagers. Sure. Because teenagers so, yeah. are the only ones breaking any law, and it's always minor shit, right. so they have to, like, really try to vilify them as much as possible. Right. And, yeah. Fucking cops, man. <laughs> You are no, not no, a no. fan of no. police officers. Not really. And yeah, like I again, like I don't I don't want I don't condemn like every cop or anything, but like I do think it attracts a certain type of people and like that can be kind of negative. <laughs> <laughs> I I will say uh I condemn ninety nine point nine percent of them, <laughs> just so I don't get sued for some reason. It's, it's kind of like those commercials with the, you know the cleaning products, and they leave one germ there. Yeah. You're just saying from your personal experience. Yeah, I don't like them. Your experiential knowledge yeah. is that cops are terrible. Yeah, I don't like them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, no. Yeah. So I got a question. Sure. And it kind of leads into our next thing. Sure. Do you think Texas is more fucked up than Florida? <laughs> um, like, I mean, great. I, I don't. Texas I, definitely has the history of being shitty. Florida just got shitty, like, I think, like, five years ago. <laughs> I think it's been more than five years. I think we're just too young to really realize it's yeah. over life. And, Maybe. And Florida's, like, a different. There are different parts of Florida that. Are, like, there's the retirement community, and oh. then there's the panhandle. And the panhandle is just, like, like you know, in, in terms of, like, a frying pan, like, germs are destroyed by the heat, but the handle <laughs> is left alone. Yeah. So there's, like, all this shit. And I guess, and, I mean, the, the recount, I mean. Yeah. The, yeah, that was bad in 2000. <laughs> Let's just face it, Florida wasn't, would, would we have at least the two bushes? If it weren't for Florida, uh, well, Bush Bush Junior may or may not have happened, but like, yeah, I think I don't know. That was and then Jeb Bush is what he's a governor he's, of Florida. Or he senator? is. He's governor of Florida, and like it was a decision essentially it, it by the judges there not to recount votes and stuff. Uh, but you know whether whether or not like the recount would have revealed anything new or not, who knows? But. Still, it like there was obviously corruption there. It's just whether or not that corruption was necessary or not is debatable. <laughs> That's what I love. We're just gonna fuck shit up. We don't know why. Well, well, I mean that guarantees like if there's a recount and then Gore had won the vote, then yeah, he would have won the election. But like I think they'd already done a few recounts already, right? Yeah, it's just I, like there was. I can't remember really true. There were so many issues with that, like the hanging Chad shit, right? Like come on <laughs> you guys can't get this right <laughs> but uh counting's hard Russ. yeah <laughs> anyway though what you're saying about jeb bush that was kind of our next topic going into uh election financing uh it it's recently come out that jeb bush has already spent or jeb bush hasn't spent i'm sorry the people have contributed a hundred million dollars to super PACs for jeb bush and he hasn't officially announced his candidacy so let me guess, like, the Koch brothers are all on that? Or? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Like, it, it, uh, they started out by saying oh, you can only uh, donate up to a million dollars just so that uh, they wouldn't look like they're in debt to certain people, but they removed that barrier as it went on. And uh, uh, my friend Ryan Snyder wrote an interesting piece on uh, this recently about how a lot of... Like, generally, the way super PACs are supposed to work is that the candidate 
and the super PAC, uh, so like the cause, basically, uh, the political action committee, are not in cahoots. Because otherwise, uh, that way it's like the candidate can't have a campaign that has this much money into their cause, but other people can do their own fundraising and their own ads or whatever. But like, in, that's in theory. Like really, they usually kind of do communicate, but don't like make it public. In this case, though, he's been able to pretty openly communicate with the super PACs and plan this all out because he hasn't officially declared his candidacy. So even though he's definitely going to run, he can basically do whatever he wants until he announces that in terms of organization so that once he does run, those independent organizations can then do what he planned them to do with all the money they've already raised. And that's, that's kind of evil. <laughs> Definitely, definitely slimy for yeah. sure. Yeah, like the go, whole go figure. <laughs> the whole uh, super PAC system is so crazy. Anyway, yeah. like I don't know if you caught like Stephen Colbert's whole thing on the Colbert Report mm. when he did like this whole like month or two long thing about his own super PAC, which was just demonstrating everything wrong with it. Like, oh yeah, donate to my super PAC and I'll do this, and then like. Yeah, uh, he said it was. Uh, or he's like, oh well, I can't be involved anymore, so John Stewart will be doing it. But and then like he changed the entire purpose of it, or he's like, well, John Stewart did, and it's uh, it's just all about how like you can throw money into all this, and the candidate can claim not to control it, but they have full control if they want to, as long as they're not publicly admitting it. And yeah. it's just a way for unlimited campaign financing, which. Awesome. Which I think is the biggest problem in what? American politics is yeah. is just the no. money. Like Absolutely. the fact that it the richest person is always going to be like a good shot for the president. Yeah. For the richest person running. Mm-hmm. Or, Which in like in all fairness, I don't get like how why they need all that money. Uh, yeah, we've talked about this a little bit. Like it yeah. it's expensive to continually run a campaign for years and like advertise everywhere, have all sorts of strategists and lawyers and everybody on payroll and it's it I I buy that it costs about that much and touring touring's incredibly expensive. Not just for you, but with your whole staff and everybody that's with you and Yeah, but with like all the technology we have and everything, I think it'd be there's easier ways or cheaper ways to do it i don't i don't know about like i i i I think again we've talked this like with our generation yeah social media and online stuff matters which is why you see people our age like especially going kind of for more of the fringe politicians like people who go like really hardcore libertarian or like hardcore like liberal uh, like you know whether Bernie Sanders right Bernie Sanders or uh, like Ron Paul and stuff like mm-hmm. that people like to like a lot of people online go in those directions because those people like they have young people using social media to push their causes but they're never going to be at, at the same level of the as the main democratic and republican candidates because those people can tour and go place to place they can be on TV all over the place and, and like for us yeah like it's not as big a deal, but for most of the actual voting contingency of the U.S., it totally is. So what you're telling me is old people need to die. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you that, well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm telling you on that, really. I'm, <laughs> That's what I I'm explaining that. what the system is, but I don't know what the solution is. Like, <laughs> I, I think people are always going to vote for whoever has the most exposure, or I think those people aren't. Not everybody's going to vote for them, right. but they're always going to be the most likely winners. 
And I think in a two-party system where, like, really it's always going to be one or two, one of two people winning, then people don't want to throw their w- votes away on somebody who doesn't really stand a chance right. anyway. Like I, I don't get why they just can't just have debates. Yeah. And just... Well, then how do you decide who does and doesn't enter a debate, you know? Like, it, yeah. it, if anybody can go up, then you, like, it's impossible. Well, to... I mean, I guess, I guess you have, like, a nomination or you do it, like, I mean, there's just got to be a cheaper way. I mean, yeah, fucking I, $100 million for a maybe. I mean, let's be honest. He can fucking, he could still lose. Yeah. So the dude just spent $100 million on nothing. I want to see how much... Or I'm looking something up right now. I want to see how much Mitt Romney's campaign uh, cost. Because like, I know his was... Cr- yeah, okay. Both of uh, both Obama and Romney topped a billion. billion dollars. Two billion dollars. Uh, and yet these are... Oh, wow, so Obama's was uh, apparently more expensive than Romney's. Obama, like, $1.123 billion, Romney, $1.019 billion. According to Politico.com. And, and that's the thing, like, like, and you think, like, okay, what, if, like, if you just called, like, a fucking news crew and gave that money away mm-hmm. and, like, made that a news story, like, wouldn't you, wouldn't that generate, like, excitement to want to vote for this guy that this guy actually gives a fuck about us? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Ideally, but, yeah, like. If you don't have the money to throw yourself out there constantly, then you're still going to get drowned out or people are going to forget about you. Like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, that would be nice, but all sorts of people can run yeah, with smaller cause, cause smaller campaigns the, and they just don't get noticed. These are the same goddamn people that, like, you know, don't want their taxes raised because they, you know, or whatever. Yeah. Like, Tea party people. Yeah. yeah, it's just like, like, what the fuck? And you just spent a billion dollars on somebody who lost! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you fucking dumbasses. That's, that's <laughs> kind of true. It, it's a little <laughs> funny when you look at it in terms of... But, but I mean, that's part of what those people are arguing for, is that they, they don't want to be forced to put money into whatever they, uh, the government decides. They want to be able to choose what to do with their money. But still, it's a... Well, it's a... It's a I don't, it's a give and take, because in all fairness, you spent a billion dollars, and you you, you were lose wrong. The election, yeah. <laughs> and you were like, <laughs> yeah, like dumbass. I I just feel like, well, first of all, super PACs shouldn't be a thing. It's mm. ridiculous. Like, yep. it, I I think they should limit uh, uh limit like campaign spending significantly. So yeah, because like more well, ordinary, not ordinary necessarily, but people who. Uh, like have a reasonable amount of money could like run anyway without right. like having to spend billion dollars on a campaign, right. and I uh, but I also yeah I think like super PACs should well, like, shouldn't what? exist and like it people should be able to throw money behind stuff but it should be like there should be limits like very small limits on how much they could spend on so there's that. no limits right now for super PACs you can spend whatever the hell you want but that's the thing like once he declares don't they become he can still use that. Well, he he has to sever any connections he has with them in that, like, he can't speak with them or do anything, but they can still operate independently, Uh which, you know, can be based on anything that they talked to Jeb Bush about ahead of time on this. (laughs) They can still do all that, and they can still accept more money. Mm. So, like, it's not like once this happens, there's no more money. Nor Like, that, once he 
declares that's just the start of fundraising. Like, yeah. uh, it just grows from there. And oh, yeah, God. superbacks can get all the, the money they want. Oh, God, please don't elect George or Jeb Bush, please, for the love of God. It's so, yeah, I mean, this is only sort of related, but I think it's really depressing that this dele- this election will likely come down to Hillary Clinton versus Jeb Bush. Really? Because, because it's yeah, yeah. Clinton and Bush again. Yeah. It's just like. Right. It's, Names I remember. Right. Well, it's just, it shows how, like, you know, our society really isn't isn't a true democracy if the same families are constantly the political superpowers. Right. Like, it, it's it's just so weighted towards the rich and the powerful. And right. It's, the, it's dumb. Like, but, I don't, like, like I want to know, like, if you're poor, why are you voting for Bush? <laughs> yeah. The economy was crappy after I, the first Bush... The economy was crappy after the second Bush. Maybe third time's a charm? Doubtful. But Bush isn't a communist like that Obama. So. No, it's... Yeah. <laughs> but it's that, my other two favorites. Well, you know, he believes in Jesus, so, uh... Yeah, that's all I needed. <laughs> Which Obama does, too, but they all think he's a Muslim. But in in this case, like, I... I think, uh... I think here... Or some of the rationale uh, on uh, why why to vote for you know people like the Bushes who tend to have economic policies based on like trickle down like rewarding the rich in hopes of the them like then rewarding the poor which is working out great in Kansas oh yeah <laughs> and everywhere yeah uh, but like trickle down it means they just piss yeah they and basically then we. You know, just go like this, ah, and then we drink the urine. Pretty much. But I think the reason why people buy into that kind of narrative is because everybody wants to believe in the American dream and the idea that if you work hard enough at it, you will someday be that rich, and you will have earned everything and deserved everything you've earned, and you don't want to be on the side. You don't want to then be in a position where the government is stealing disproportionate money out of your hard work that you deserve because you're so much better than all the people who didn't get it. Mm-hmm. But the problem is the system doesn't really work that way anyway anymore. Yeah. And it's like so rare that somebody can move up between the class divides now that it's just... Yeah. It's barely even a thing. Right. <laughs> so with that depressing thought, <laughs> is there anything else you have? No. Not really? Just bummed out again? Oh, uh, you know. Pretty much, uh... Like, this start... is kind of the cynical baseline that you operate on, right? Oh, me? Yeah. Well, oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> absolutely. Both of us do a degree. Yeah, as we're you're way more things. optimistic than me, though, Ross. Yeah, and, I, like, I'm not an optimist, either. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> but... Reba constantly tells me, she's like, you need, you should be more of an optimist. You're always a pessimist <laughs> about things. And, like, we get together, and I'm like, there's well, a... maybe there's a small <laughs> chance that this could be okay. Maybe things will get better. I love better. how I'm kind of your, uh... You're just like no. <laughs> I love how I'm your inspiration to not be too cynical. Yeah, you know it's important. I need, I need both you, uh, you know, someone who's like a total pessimist, and someone like Reba who's like very optimistic about things, so that I can balance myself out in both directions. <laughs> Happy to help there, Ross. <laughs> I, I I can't thank you enough. <laughs> I mean, I try to be fucking. Uh, I try to put in an effort like once every six months, um, just just so, so I you're like. Hey, maybe I should reassess things. Yeah. Nope, nope. But it takes like five minutes before some idiot fucking just ruins it for me. <laughs> you get in line somewhere. Yeah, someone doesn't know how to pay for something. Oh you know? my god. <laughs> 
like last time it happened, I was in the, I was like where I was living down in Crenshaw. Uh huh. Some guy had an EBT card, which is fine. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a, a per, or opponent of EBT. Uh huh. But the guy got like forty dollars worth of groceries for free. Uh huh. And then, decided to bitch that his pack of cools were six fifty. <laughs> when they're five dollars everywhere else, it's like, well, they like, buy them somewhere else. I fucking hate you. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I hate your stupid face. Yeah, <laughs> and like, so it's like people like that. that you know, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, I, on the one hand, I want to be like, well, maybe I should feel bad about really like disliking this person who just wants one thing and they have no money to get any or like their life probably sucks i get it but then on the other hand it's like seriously dude chill the fuck out well yeah it's just like 650 so yeah, yeah well like especially when you got a free 40 dollars like, yeah pay the dollar 50 just to get the fuck out the way yeah like <laughs> like another guilt thing i had where like i it my my just like utter contempt of the situation over any of that but it was like this guy it was a beggar who came up to me while I was like coming back from getting a sandwich and I was gonna stop in like a 7-Eleven real quick yeah. so he's outside at the bus stop and he's like hey man can I get some change I just need 80 cents for the bus so I'm like I'm like I don't think I have it. and I was like wait maybe I do so I pull out my wallet and I get out a dollar for him Meanwhile, the asshole's, like, looking into my wallet, like, trying to see what else I have. It's like, oh, well, I also want a snack. Can I get a snack in there real quick? I'm like, I'm like, no, like, I only have this dollar bill. I'm not going to give you another $5 out of that. And they, so he takes that, and then the bus comes, and he just slightly misses the bus because it takes off pretty soon after. He comes back to me. He's like, you made me miss my bus. So you, aren't you going to give me something else? I'm like, no. No. You didn't have money for your bus until I gave you money. <laughs> right. Fuck you. Right. <laughs> like, it, like, but like, so on the one hand, it's like, all right, this guy was nothing. But on the other hand, it's like, all right, beggar, like literally beggars can't be choosers. You can't go up to someone and who actually helps you and gives you something. Yeah. On, to, like what you initially requested and more and then be like, you know, try to guilt trip them because they don't give you extra. Like that's no. you're a shitty well, human being. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and like, and my buddy Kyle was telling like I, I told that very story to my buddy Kyle yesterday, uh-huh. and like he was like, well, you know, you because he lived down yeah. in that area too, and I was just like, I had to get out of there just because that whole community is just, it's like a majority of shitheads. They're just like <laughs> horrible people. Like, yeah, I was just like I gotta get away from these people. They're just bringing yeah. me down, and like into like fucking just God is dead and we're alone territory <laughs> yeah and like he's just like well you know that's just a circumstance because like Kyle's like the sweetest human being yeah, on the yeah. face of this planet and I was like okay but like you know rich people are shitty too and they have yeah. the greatest circumstances on the planet just some people are shitheads like, <laughs> like they're just shitheads yeah no matter what no matter if they win the lottery or don't have a pot to piss in they're just shitheads yeah <laughs> my my the worst one I ever got was uh, this fat old white trash lady. She looks like she looks like every episode of Cops. You know, what I mean, like she has she has the entire discography of American Gladiators. I guarantee it. <laughs> like I guarantee every fucking episode. And, uh, <laughs> and like she comes up and is smoking a cigarette. Goes, my mom's having a heart attack. Can I have some money? I was like, well, no, I, and I, I seriously had nothing. Yeah. This is when I first came here. I was like, I don't have any cash. But I was like, man, but I kind of got, like, guilty in my soul. And I was like, maybe she, if, 
on the off chance she's telling me she didn't sell it really well. Yeah. But just the off chance that she's telling the truth, mm-hmm. I would hate to have that on my soul. Yeah. I was like, so, well, I mean, I don't have fucking cash, but I have a phone. Like, you can call 911. Would you, do you need to call 911? Yeah. She goes, no, I'm good. And walks off. Reba, Reba. I was had like, a, sell it a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, seriously. Reba had a story about that with a homeless person who, God, I forget what it was that they wanted from her. Like, it was a certain breakfast food. Like, I don't, but Reba's like, well, I do have an extra bagel. Do you want a bagel? They're like, no, I don't want a bagel. I want this. <laughs> I was like, wait, so you're being offered free food and, you know, you have nothing. And you're just going to turn that around like, no, that's not good enough. Buy me something else. It's like, no, I'm not going <laughs> to. That's ridiculous. Uh, I, like, yeah. You know, I had another one. I was at Union Station, and I had, like, 18 cents mm-hmm. in my pot. That was all the change I had. And, like, the guy was just shaking a cup. So I just put the 18 cents in there. Mm-hmm. Dude threw it at me. <laughs> I was like, like, are you fucking serious? It's like, that's what I have. <laughs> like, okay, if everybody did that that walked into Union Station, like, gave you 18 to 20 cents, mm-hmm. you would have fucking $100 in an afternoon. <laughs> like, that's how many people go through fucking Union Station. Yeah. Like, Obviously, they don't. <laughs> but, yeah. but, I mean, yeah, it's it's like just, you know, if you're in that situation where you're living off the goodwill of other people... Then don't try to villainize or or vilify the other people who are helping you. Yeah. Like accept what you get. Yeah. Don't push 100, it. Yeah, a hundred people do that like what I did, you mm-hmm. have twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I uh, you know it's not a lot for the amount you put it or the amount of time, but it is literally begging people for their thing. It's yeah. just a matter of it's but a matter I, of respect. I guess. Yeah. Don't be a dick. Yeah. So anyway, now that we've railed against the homeless for a little while, now just shitty people, right? I no, I people. I know, like that's what I'm trying to get yeah. across. It's like I want to be sympathetic for people who have nothing, yeah. But sometimes it's just like, don't be so shitty, yeah. Well, no, because like I usually, you know, or like fucking, I if like they tell me like a like a really sad story, I'll give them a dollar or something. But, like, people like that that are shitty are mm-hmm. the reason why people, like, don't give a fuck about homeless and people. And that's why, I, yeah, that's why I, like, so rarely give money. Because yeah. that situation, there's one in Kansas City, Missouri, too, where, like, someone came up to me and asked for money. And, like, I gave it to them. And then they, like, they're like, oh, hold on a sec. Or, like, they walk back towards their family. Like, I have all these people to feed. I need more money. Yeah. And it's the same way. It's like, look, you know, like, I hope you can get that. I'm not going to pay for your whole family yeah. <laughs> like I can give you some I gave you some money yeah. like be thankful for that like right. if, if I give you something just say thanks and that's the end right uh, and like that that turned me off to that I'm like no now that ruined it for all homeless people <laughs> so, but but yeah so like people like that can go get hit by a bus as far as I'm concerned <laughs> I don't give a shit yeah. like shitty people shitty people are shitty people yeah like I, I, I get life's hard. It's probably frustrating, but yeah, I, I can't personally. <laughs> yeah, but even if life's hard, I mean, being a shithead is a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. So, so with that note, <laughs> yeah, I think we're about done this week. Uh, well, I don't know. Keep looking for stuff. Like uh, I've been really busy. <laughs> plan for that Twitch show well, like, with unknown hosts. But. Even like the news. I mean, the news. Like pretty much. Everything has been about that pool party. Like, yeah, it's been. And I, I mean, seen Fox that much. News was just 
oh, beating yeah. off on it. Like, what? Like, what were they? I want to hear the Fox News twist on. Oh, because uh, well, Megyn Kelly, because uh, said that there was reports that the the, the people were going to jump the cops, so that's why he did that. Oh, okay. It was like this is the same person that uh, made sure that everybody knew that Santa Claus was white. Um, right. So she has no credibility and, and in my fucking eyes well, who, ever again. Who said that? Like, who was the... They don't know who that report came from. Which one? That the kids were going to jump the cops. Yeah. Oh, it's, again, it's probably anonymous. Again, let's, let's just make this clear. These were 14-year-old kids in bathing suits. Right. <laughs> How are they going to overpower a police officer with tasers and guns. Oh, come on, man. You could have, a, you know, some floaties or... Yeah. Or a squirt gun. Oh, yeah. Which, hey, that might have got him shot. <laughs> but John, Probably. John Stewart did make a fucking awesome point about this. He's mm-hmm. like, I know this sounds weird, but this situation is actually progress because this is the first time a cop's been notified to a group of, like, a group of a lot of black people and nobody died. <laughs> Jesus. Sad but true. Sad but true indeed. Well, that's it for this week, I think. Uh, We'll we'll catch you all next week. (laughs) See ya.